0: It's Friday night. What places are you heading to for post-work happy hour? Tell us. This podcast is making a best-of-the-best list and needs recommendation for happy hour menus at restaurants in KC. Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply.
1: Up to date wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. This is Up to Date on KCUR 893. Calling all foodies, Kansas City's premier culinary experience of the year is back. That's right, it's KC Restaurant Week. The 10-day citywide event, which starts today and ends on January 21st, has over 200 participating restaurants, all of whom have created special multi-course menus at discounted prices. Here to fill us in on all the happenings this year are Derek Byrne. He's with Visit KC. He's on the Restaurant Week Steering Committee. Derek, good to have you. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Chris Riggins is also here. He's the owner of local restaurant Brewer's Kitchen. Chris, good to have you, too. thanks for having me. And Max Kaniger is back in the studio with us. He's CEO and founder of Can Markets, a nonprofit that's been selected as this year's Restaurant Week community partner. Max, always good to see you here. Welcome back. Thank you, Steve. It's great to see you, too. Well, Derek, by now, most folks have heard of Restaurant Week, but go ahead and remind our listeners about this event and what it's all about.
0: Sure. We always like to call it the 10 most delicious days of the year. It's really a chance <laughs> to, uh, find a new favorite restaurant or maybe make it back to uh, one you haven't seen in a while, an old favorite, yeah. um, and check out what's on their menu. The way it works is, uh, uh, restaurants can participate for lunch or dinner. And this year we actually added brunch menus as well. Wow. Um, so we have about 20 restaurants offering uh, dedicated brunch menus. Um, like you said, great multi-course menus at uh, fixed prices. So $20, $40 and $55 are the three price points. Um, you can head to our website, caseyrestaurantweek.com and all of our participating restaurants will have uh, the menus listed as well as the prices. So you'll know exactly what you're getting. And it's, uh, again, I, I always really value it personally is just a chance to to <laughs> Check out some of my favorites and see what new items they have on the menu for restaurants. I was going to say, you know, if someone out there is feeling a
1: little adventurous and they want to try a new place, okay, how should they go? I mean, how do you figure out where to go and what new place to try?
0: Yeah, there are a couple ways. There are a lot of ways, really. But one of the things I always like to do is look at the the restaurants that are participating for the very first time. We have over 30 first-time participants this year. Those are listed, again, on our website. There are some fantastic kind of newer additions to the Kansas City uh, restaurant scene, places like Noka on Martini corner. Charbar's new location up in the Northland as well as Misab has a new location up in the Northland. And then there are some kind of local staples that are just joining the event for the first time, Harry's Bar and Table in Westport is participating in Restaurant Week for the first time. So um, when people are looking to try something new and get a little, little adventurous, um, checking out the people who are participating for the first time is always uh, the place I like to send them. What is the website that people can check out to get more information? It's at kcrestaurantweek.com. Um, okay. So you'll find all Pretty sorts of information forward. there. Yes, sir. Yeah. And um, you can download a mobile app there as well. If you prefer to search that way, um, you'll find, you'll be able to search all of our restaurants by Gmail geography, um, the kind of cuisine they're offering again, whether they're doing brunch, lunch, or dinner. So, um, the mobile app and then KC restaurant week.com are two great ways to kind of search what's going on.
1: So Derek, if someone out there listening is thinking, Hey man, I I appreciate your enthusiasm,
0: Derek, but it's cold out there. Can I do takeout? Can I do delivery with KC restaurant week? You certainly can. I think we're right around 35 or 40 restaurants offering carry out as well. Um, and so you can certainly search those options. It's everything from, um, you know, pasta at Zero Zero Handmade Pasta. They operate, um, they have a few tables, but they operate um, kind of carry out first almost. And so there are some great options for that. And then we have um, places from Minsky's and Waldo Pizza and Jack Stack uh, that are really built for the carry out kind of family style. So if you're looking to stay in on game day, um, keep warm and watch the game, you can certainly still make Casey Restaurant Week a part of that experience.
1: How many months ago do you guys start sort of strategizing here and reaching out to uh, try to nab new restaurants and bring them into the fold here for Restaurant Week?
0: We start planning restaurant week in July and August every year. So like so it's like six months ago. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 about half the year. Yeah. Um yeah. it's it's a slow burn to get to get kind of this train moving, but um it's always so exciting when it finally gets here. To what
1: extent do you guys recommend reservations for a week like this?
0: I would say more and more we're having restaurants that um maybe don't offer reservations and so if obviously if res- reservations aren't available totally okay but if they uh if if reservations are offered we certainly recommend them uh, specifically kind of during those peak hours. If you're going right at noon, right at kind of the 6, 7 p.m. hour for dinner, um, if, uh, if on a Friday, Saturday, if you're really looking at those popular hours, I would say recommend. Uh, res- reservations are highly, highly recommended. But um, if you don't have a reservation and you want to check out uh, something new, maybe uh, th- go a little bit later. Look at 2 o'clock. Look at um, maybe later in the evening. So um, some of those off hours, it might be easier to get in without a reservation. What do diners get out of this experience? A couple things um... They these menus are obviously these great two, three, four course menus at discounted prices. Mm-hmm. So um, it's certainly cost savings. It's a reason to try something new. And a lot of restaurants will offer new and special menu items. So um, again, you'll get to try something new, even if it's a restaurant you've been to many times. And then um, another element is that you know you're doing good in the community as you're dining. 10% of our proceeds every year uh, go back to our charity partners like Canby's Markets. And so um, you're you're dining well and giving back in the process.
1: You know, Chris, I'm curious what restaurants get out of this experience. What would you throw in there?
2: You know, this is a great time to just celebrate restaurants in Kansas City. I enjoy this time because this is really where you see the the businesses that make Kansas City unique and different, they mm-hmm. participate in this. And so as a business owner, um, I just view it as a great opportunity to get exposure to some customers that maybe to his point have not come in a while, or customers that have never even heard of us. And this is their first time. It's just such a great opportunity to come and see uh, a menu that's coursed out. It lets the the owners and the managers and the kitchen managers really make those decisions of like, what's the best that we want you to have access to? What do we want to showcase for you in an environment that we know we can do it? And we, we really look forward to this week. It's a fun week
1: for so us. So for you, you use that word opportunity. That's exactly how you see Restaurant Week.
2: Yeah, Restaurant Week's a great opportunity. There's no doubt about it because ultimately, uh, this is a tough time of the year. It's snowing. It's cold. You know, this is a different time for a business owner. And yeah. so the fact that Visit KC puts this on at this time is very appreciated. Um, and then the fact that, like I said, Kansas City is in the city. People really get excited about this week. It's a great celebration. So Is
1: that why you guys do it in January? Because, hey, it is a... Slow time as as he just said. That's yeah.
2: exactly right. We visit
0: KC and the Greater Kansas City Restaurant Association founded uh Restaurant Week back in 2010 for exactly that reason. We knew it was a slower time for restaurants, and so this was an opportunity to um get some more people in the door and for it to serve as an introduction for so many of our restaurants to uh, new diners who will, yeah. you know, make it there for the first time in January and then hopefully come back many, many times throughout the year.
1: Yeah, there's something interesting about the dining experience for a lot of restaurant goers, it seems to me, you know, Chris, that... You know, a lot of folks they do get into their routines. They go back to the same restaurants over and over and over again. There's just something about the psychology of dining out, I guess, and that's something you've got a sort of battle, I guess, as you go out and try to reach out for new folks.
2: Yeah, you know, it, it's tough. Uh, you're competing against some of the corporate giants, uh, and at the same time, you're dealing with the small mom paws that have been a Kansas City staple for a long time. And so, uh, you just have to kind of stand out and be yourself. And that's ultimately, at least at Brewer's Kitchen, how we approach things. We just make food that we're proud of and food that we think Kansas City should be proud of as well. Uh, And that's really the ultimate goal on how you get people to come out to the business. I was going to
1: say you're so kind, Chris, to come out on a cold day to our studios. Give me the 30-second pitch for why folks should try Brewer's Kitchen.
2: Well, I, my, I founded Brewer's Kitchen because I think Kansas Kansas City deserves fresh food. Uh, we deserve more and more fresh food. Uh, so we grind our beef in-house. We, we specialize in burgers. We're actually the highest rated restaurant in Kansas City on Google, the wow. highest rated burger in the entire Midwest on Google. What makes your
1: burger so good? Well,
2: we actually cut them up into we, – we buy whole slab beef, and then we cut them into small cubes, and we marinate it in cinder blocks block IPA. Okay, so this and, is working for me. And, yeah, and yeah. then we grind that. That beef in-house every day. So like literally when we leave here today, I got to go grind a ton of beef for restaurant weeks. So. Is that hard work? Uh, To say the least, it's hard work, but fresh food always will be a little bit harder. And that's the reason why a lot of places don't use fresh food. But when you put your soul into what you do, when you make food that you're passionate about and you know it's good for people, you can taste the difference. And that's that's what's helped us over the years. Yeah,
1: I'm just wondering, Derek, how you've approached this idea of the psychology of restaurant goers and trying to get them to break out of their molds and try something new.
0: Yeah, you've uh, used the word adventurous a few times this Uh morning, and I think that has become associated with Restaurant Week is it is an opportunity opportunity to try something new um i think people want to be able to say i went to this place for restaurant week or i have reservations at this place i've never been to for restaurant week there's such a um a kind of a culture of enthusiasm around the mm-hmm. event. People trading tips and trading stories and sharing pictures of what they had and saying, "Hey, look where I'm at for dinner right now." Right. And um, that's just part of it. It's built in, and so it is an opportunity to, um, like you said, break out of the routine. Um, not just uh, go back to old habits. I think having different menus, even at the restaurants that are familiar, helps with that as well. Because no matter what, you're getting something different, and you're making decisions a little bit differently. And so um, it it it. It's fortunate to see that that has just gotten built into the way people approach restaurant week is let's have fun with it. Let's discover something new.
1: You mentioned a couple of the new restaurants trying Restaurant Week for the first time. Tell me about some of those restaurants.
0: Yeah, Noka on Martini Corner, like I said, is kind of a Japanese farmhouse style restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some sushi from them actually last night. It was fantastic. Uh, Char Bar's location up in Parkville, I know um, they obviously Char Bar is a fantastic Westport staple. Um, the location up in in Westport, or excuse me, in Parkville, I believe added pickleball courts. So if you're if you're looking to play play a few rounds while you're dining, you certainly can do it there. One mm-hmm. um, I'm excited about is Cafe Corazon in, uh, the Crossroads, uh, a Latin American coffee shop. Um, I'm so excited to be able to go, um, you know, have a cup of coffee and some empanadas on their restaurant week menu. Um, and so the list continues to grow. Zero Zero Handmade Pasta, I mentioned already, um, MISAB's new location um, up in the Northland. So it's it's just so exciting to see the event continue to grow and offer access to, um, for more diners to experience some of these fantastic new additions that, um, kind of like Chris said, are are coming from a place of such passion for Kansas City and for good food. You pick a community partner each year. You pick uh, Canby's
1: Markets. How, do, how does this work?
0: Yeah, every year we pick a, uh, a community partner, a featured beneficiary um, to receive um a portion of the char- charitable 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 donation, excuse me, that comes from um, every diner and every meal that's sold during Restaurant Week. Yeah. Um, we always look for um, a partner that has a connection to food and food programs and food systems in Kansas City. Uh, Canby's obviously is directly tied to improving uh, Kansas City's food systems and kind of reducing some of the inefficiencies and insecurities yeah. that exist there.
1: We'll be right back. Well, speaking of Canby's, let's bring Max into our conversation. Max, again, always great to have you here. Tell me about Canby's Markets. What do you guys do? Oh, thank you, Steve. It really is.
3: It's great to be back and and to listen to both Chris and Derek talk about food is is exactly what we do. It is it is an attempt to try and share that experience, that passion, that love, that joy of food with as many people as possible. So we have our kind of flagship program, our Healthy Corner Stores where we partner with kind of mom and pop, corner convenience stores, uh, liquor stores, gas stations, really anywhere we can. To, to help them get healthy food. So we bring in a kind of uh, little refrigerated merchandiser and then all of the produce is brought in five days a week on consignment. Bananas, apples, Bananas. lettuce, all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everything you need to make a good home-cooked meal. Yeah. Um, and, and we do. We try and make it as easy as possible for that small business owner to sell healthy food at really affordable prices in the community and to, again, share that love and joy and passion for good food and around the table.
1: So what does it mean for you, Max, to be selected as Restaurant Week's community partner this year?
3: Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know how much time you got because it's it's <laughs> such a, an incredible honor to be um, included in this. I really I can't think of of any any single thing that, that more embodies what it is we do at Canby's. I mean, Canby was born out of restaurants and it, it again, out of that that love of food. And so to be selected this year as the as the beneficiary uh, means a lot. And it's going to really help us hit the, the goals that we have. I mean, we're in um, 50 locations now and we have a goal of getting to 75 by the End of this year, and and that's right now over a hundred thousand people that that are um, within a half mile of one of our stores. Wow! And so we are that we we're, we're trying to grow that um, because there's there's no reason that that anybody uh, shouldn't have access to good healthy food.
1: Is, is it fair to say you focus mostly on stores, convenience stores east of Truce, Max? Oh, uh, that's
3: perfect. Yeah, um, almost every one of our stores is on Truce or further east. Yeah. And and that's because because, uh, there aren't any grocery stores. So um, these exist in in what the USDA defines as food deserts or areas without consistent access to fresh, healthy and affordable food. And that's that's exactly what we're trying to change.
1: You talk often about a concept uh, known as food justice. And Mm -hmm. this is exactly
3: what you're talking about. It is that food justice is that is that ability to to share love and, and passion through food. Any sense of how many residents you, you guys wind up serving every year? Um, right now, uh, we do. It's, it's about 114,000 people that, that we have coming and shopping at one of our stores. 114,000. How did you all get started? Born in restaurants. I, I grew up working in restaurants. Uh, my parents had restaurants here locally. Um, I was actually a, a, a bartender at, at Harry's Country Club um, when I was getting this started. And, and I did. I just um, saw that kind of passion that, that so many restaurateurs have for food and and as a way to bring people together. And and as I learned more about the, the kind of disparities we have East of Troost and, and the lack of access, um, I wanted to do something about it. And it, it just didn't make sense that we would have so much food going to waste and have hungry people at the same time. You know, it's an interesting
1: concept, this notion that even here in Kansas City, a lot of folks may not realize the
3: level of food insecurity
1: we actually have mm-hmm. in this town.
3: Yeah, it, it, it's it's wild that there there are so, so many families. I mean, hundreds of thousands of people here are, are neighbors, the people who, who you're going to work with, the people who you're sitting across from day in and day out um, that really have to struggle with that choice between, am I going to be able to afford rent uh, or f- good food? Am I going to be able to afford my medication or real healthy food? And that's that's a problem that we can fix. And, and it's a problem that shouldn't exist anymore. You always hear that uh, healthy food
1: is more expensive food. How does Canby's market sort of uh, deal with that uh, that disparity sometimes?
3: Uh, well we, we do we, we do it with a lot of love and care because it, it takes a little bit of extra work to, to um, handle and and sell and distribute real food um, fresh produce goes bad quickly and it's it's a burden that would be really difficult for a lot of our small store owners to manage by themselves and so we as, as an organization that is now working with 50 locations um, are able to to alleviate that burden a little differently we're able to get a lot of food donated in and we're able to raise money um, from you know things like restaurant week uh, that really really make it possible for us to to sell this food at, at an affordable price.
1: Are you visiting each of those 50 outlets like every day or every other day max we're there, given we're, the help given yeah. the uh,
3: nature that this food goes bad so quickly? Yeah, we're there 5 days a week. So we are wow. I mean the the emphasis on on quality and again Care is 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 paramount for us, so we want to make sure that just because you're you're going to shop at a convenience store, just because that's the the kind of neighborhood market that you have available, the quality should not be any less than you'd expect to find at any grocery store. And, and so, yeah. where do you get all that good food? Uh, Liberty Fruit and C and C Produce have been kind of our our two main partners, and and we really we couldn't do it without them and what's the healthy corners program that you talk about so that, that is, that's where um that is the kind of 50 locations that we partner with um we, we call them our healthy corner stores um because it is it's, it's an opportunity to partner with these small businesses and and help make uh, selling healthy food fun and, and easy just one final point max you want to change the way communities approach philanthropy how mm-hmm. so Oh my gosh, uh, that's that, that could be a whole conversation all in of itself because I do I think that there's um there can be some stigmas around how we we donate money how we give to charity and I think that there's uh for us we are we are a five hundred one c three we are a nonprofit but we want to do this with with dignity with care we 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 think that there are ways that we can change and improve systems, um and we need to 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 work together with people and with the community and and just find the right way to support but that it's not just because you need a little help doesn't mean that that you are any less of a person or 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 deserve any less than anybody else and so that is again why it's so important for us that the quality of the food that goes into any one of our coolers is is just as high quality as what you'd expect to see in a grocery store well max i've always appreciated
1: the work you do i appreciate you coming in again and chris i'm just wondering at brewer's kitchen how do you prepare for a big week like this i assume it's all hands on deck
2: it, it is absolutely all hands on deck but it, it's it's a fun thing in all seriousness this is kind of like our Super Bowl so we we look forward to this this is something that the staff is gets thrilled about i mean there's there's anxiousness there's no doubt about it and things happen but at the end of the day we we spend a lot of time getting prepped up the days before uh, i know i spent a lot of time making ketchup yesterday because we make everything <laughs> from scratch so wow uh, just you know things like that you just get prepared and you when when the time comes which is today you just get ready and you just smile and do the best you can.
1: What so. do you want diners to know?
2: Hey, you know, we want you to come and check out as many small local businesses as you can. That's what makes Kansas City cool. So we want you to just keep supporting those local businesses and ultimately, you know, just come in and, and grasp the fact this is a busy week for restaurants. Give us a little bit of grace as we deal with these things, but you also still deserve a great experience and don't ever expect other than that. So
0: Derek, how long does restaurant week last? It starts today, January 12th, and it runs through January 21st. So the next 10 days will be, like I said, some of the Most delicious days of the year hopefully here we go well sounds just great that's
1: Derek Byrne again with Visit KC he's on the restaurant week steering committee Chris Riggins is the owner of local restaurant Brewer's Kitchen and Max Kaniger is the CEO and founder of Canby's Markets gentlemen have a great uh, 10 days good luck with everything okay up to date is a production of KCUR 89.3 The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancard, and Hallie Jackson. Our intern is Elizabeth Erb. Paul Nakatura is our announcer and engineer. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.
0: the environment. In Kansas, we're working on it. Up From Dust is a podcast about how humans reshaped the world to fit urban landscapes and agricultural needs. We'll meet the people who are rolling up their sleeves to find more sustainable ways forward. Listen to Up From Dust from KCUR, part of the NPR Network.